The other day I asked my husband a question and he responded with, babe, just do you. And that really stuck with me because how many times in life, especially as women, are we more worried about what everyone else thinks of us, of what we're dressing like, how we do our hair, like whatever it is, we're more worried about other people than what we think of ourselves. And so this podcast is gonna be all about just doing you. What's up, guys? Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I shouldn't say guys anymore since this is my girls only podcast. So what's up, girls? I gotta get used to saying that. So I have a guest on today's podcast that I am so freaking excited for. I was on her podcast um, recently and it was so much fun that I decided to have her on my podcast. So her name is Jennifer Hervitz and she is freaking amazing. So I'm going to read you, read you her short bio. Jennifer is known for her no-nonsense approach to dating after divorce. She is a relationship coach, best-selling author, and host of the Doing Divorce Right podcast. Happily divorced since 2014, Jennifer lives in Charlotte with her two kick-ass teenage boys. Through her popular blog, The Truth Hervitz, and weekly podcast, Jennifer helps people understand what a happy divorce can look like and how to dip their toes back into the dating world. She loves sharing her insights on how to stay in a successful marriage. Okay, seriously, she is freaking amazing. Her Instagram is super, super cute. Her book, you got to check it out. It's called Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. It's her most recent book. It is so cute. The cover is like super inviting and it's pink. So what's better than pink? So check that out. You can get it anywhere books are sold. And now, got to get her on here. So I am so, so, so excited about today's episode. We have Jennifer Hervitz with us. And I guess I shouldn't say we because it's just me this time. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm so excited to have her because I was on her episode. I've read her book. I listen to her podcast and follow her on social. She is seriously the cutest ever. So So, (laughs) yeah. So Jennifer, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Miss Thing. How are you? (laughs) I am so good. How are you today? I'm so good. I'm I'm used to hearing Tim's voice. So this is awesome. It's just you and me today. It's a little it's a little you and me. I'm excited for this. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am so excited. Oh my oh. gosh. I had so much fun on your podcast. We had a good but I time. I couldn't wait to have you on mine. I'm just, I'm just so thrilled to be here. I can't even tell you, you, you make me smile. I listen to y'all and <laughs> you are just, you're, you're, you're authentic. You're real. You're awesome. So I am, I'm just, you know, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks. I'm oh, glad. thank you. And you know, that's how I like see you too. Yeah. That's like, nice. I'm totally attracted and drawn to people who are cute and bubbly and fun. And like, you fit all of that. Well, thank you. I'm glad you feel that way because you know, um, I feel like especially you know, especially when you're doing a podcast, your listeners have to um, be drawn to you, and I feel like we have that that thing where where listeners yeah. just like um, like listening to us. So I, you know, k- kudos to us. I think we rock. Right, <laughs> we do. We are so awesome. I think we're okay. Pat, 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 toot, toot. So um, I'm glad to be here, and um, and I'm glad you read my book. I'm glad that you did. Thank you for doing that. It's um. My second book, and I like this one, the second book, it's called Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. Um, I like it a little bit more than the first one. So thanks for reading. Thanks. 
Yeah. So I haven't read your first one yet, but the, the um, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. I said that correct. Woulda, coulda, you did. shoulda. You did. Awesome. Yeah. It is so cute. Thank you. Thank you. I like it's, I'm really, like I said, I'm attracted to like, you know, fun, bubbly. And your book is so cute. It's like pink and black. Yeah. And you. there's these like little icons that are so cute. Thank you. Well, I like to take fun to read. Thank you. Thank you. I like, you know, it's kind of a, the book is called, you know, what it could have should a divorce coach's guide to staying married. So, um, I took kind of, um, it's not really, it's not a tough conversation, but maybe a little bit tougher. And I kind of tried to make it, um, a little easier on, on the read (laughs) on the person. So, you know, divorce is a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough go. Um, and staying married is, it's hard. I think staying married, people don't realize how, how tough it is to actually do the work and stay married. You know, it's tough. Um, so that's why I kind of wrote the book. I said, you know what, look, I got divorced. Uh, it's miserable. It's hard. And I kind of, I don't regret getting divorced, um, but I regret the way that I, I kind of did my marriage. Does that make sense? Oh, so totally. Looking back, if I would have known then what I know now, five years out, I might not have pulled the plug, which people are like, oh my God, I can't believe she's saying that. But you know what? I, feel, I think a lot of us feel that way and just don't articulate it. Yeah. So I did. I chose to do it. So I think that I did it with humor. And um, a little self-deprecation, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> and, and I kind of put it out there for people to say, you know, look, uh, you know, you kind of have to own your, own your shit. And I did. I, I owned it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You yeah. have to. Like so many people are like, it's all the other person's oh, yeah, fault. Yeah, it yeah. was all them. And bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't. And you know what? It's 50-50. It's you and the other person. Right, right. And you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, he cheated on me and blah, blah, blah. Look, there's a a reason for everything, right? And I'm not saying, let me just say this really quickly. I'm not saying that anyone should stay in in an abusive or an emotionally abusive or physically abusive, abusive relationship. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. You need to get out of that relationship. Absolutely run for the door, do whatever you have to do, get out. But I'm saying, if you think that the divorce grass is greener and um, you're going to be swinging from the chandeliers and dating every guy on Tinder and life is good, you're wrong. You're <laughs> exactly. wrong, right? I mean, you're just wrong. Yeah. So do yeah. the work with the one you're with and fix it before you jump because this, this shit sucks. What you're doing to your kids, what you you know, it's just, it's awful. So if you can actually manage to fix what you have with the person that you were in love with once, um, make it work, you know, do the work. And that's kind of the book that I wrote. Um, you know, take that approach. If you can do it, I really feel that that's, that's the kind of approach you should take. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's, that's my stance. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And you know, so many people are like, I'm going to get divorced. Everything's going to be better. Mm -hmm. And you know, I have kind of conflicting Me too. <laughs> feelings about it because I came out of it. I was in a loveless, um, yeah, me too. very, very dysfunctional marriage. Well, that's one thing, right? I mean, yeah, you got to get out of that. That's yeah. I'm not saying stay in that. If you, you know, girl, you know, you know, when you got to get out, that's one thing. But I have girlfriends who say to me or clients that say to me, oh, my heart just doesn't flutter anymore. And I'm like, okay, what? And they're like, oh yeah. my God, you know, he does nothing around the house. I'm leaving him. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Seriously? I mean, yeah. come on. If that's your problem, you know, there that's a problem in itself, right? So if you don't nurture that, that relationship, do you think it's going to get better? 
I mean, it's not, but no. you can fix that. That type of marriage is fixable. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are things that I can help. That's my book. Like in the book, I basically, I, I break it down and I'm like, look, you can fix that. And here's how I have a secret to a successful relationship, but I really believe it works. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're in a narcissistic relationship and your 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 spouse is abusive emotionally or a gaslighter, um, you know, I, I don't tend to use that word very um, flippantly, um, you know. But either of those things, you need to get out of that relationship. Let's not be let's not be crazy. But um, you know, and I have a you know I'm in a great relationship now. My boyfriend and I have been together two years, and I found love again. So you can, yeah. You know, be happily divorced. Trust me. I, I got that book too. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> my first book. My first book is one happy divorce. Hold the bullshit. Um, but I just feel like, you know, it's just so crazy that people are, are just jumping so quickly into divorce Yeah, um, without doing the work. So yeah, it's sad. It you is know, sad. They look at it. It's like, okay, we're going to get divorced. Everything's going to be great. <laughs> and you know, with Tim and I, we've had two different experiences with divorce. Okay. Okay. So his ex-wife. Yeah. Like he jokes and teases me that she's my bestie. Oh my God. Like, Are they real? Is that true? Are they good friends? Yeah. Well, oh, not oh, him, not him and oh, her, oh, oh. but I mean, they get along. They don't fight oh. or anything, but okay, like but you and her. me and her, we get along. We'll send pictures when oh, I like that, but th- that's yeah. good. That's good stuff for you. And that's good it's for everybody. So good. And it's made such a difference oh. in Jaden's life. I love like, that. You can see a difference in her from when we were not getting along and when we are. Oh my know? God. Now that is good stuff. I, yeah. I, that is good stuff and good for you. And it takes, but I'll tell you something. It takes you, put, it takes you putting your ego aside. Oh my gosh. Yes. Make that relationship work. And that's a big thing. Yeah. Good for like, you. Like with her mother, because we have custody of her. So she lives okay. with us. Okay. Um, and her mom's in Arizona. So she doesn't see her very often. Okay. Um, but it is just crazy. So like when Jaden is with her, she'll send me pictures and be like, look what our girl's doing or check Aww. out our girl. And she's like, thank you for being such a good mother to her. Aww, and like, tell me oh. like what kind of woman? No. You have to be strong oh, and yeah, confident. And secure in your relationship. Yeah. To be able to do that. Because, but yeah. see, that's the thing. I, I, have a, I had a really good friend who was on my podcast and she said, she had a quote that I love that I actually used. I use very often. And she said, you have to love your children more than you hate your ex. So good. So good, right? Oh my God, it's so good. Because it's true. You have to put your ego aside and your children first for you to be able to co-parent effectively. Um, And so many people cannot do it. They just can't. And they're so angry and they're so bitter and they're so mad. But really, what are you doing to your children? Exactly. Right? I mean, get over it, people. Like if you want to have a successful, you know, successful divorce and move on in a healthy manner, you have to put your shit aside. Right? You just have to. And people say to me all the time, how are you so close with your ex? How are you guys doing this? And I'm like, what do you mean? It's not an option. It's just not. Right? Yeah. You got to kind of just do it. Right? Exactly. Well, and the hard part, because like I said, we have two different experiences. Yeah. 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 Such a good experience with his ex. Okay. And yours is ex. Isn't it? So. It's right. And yeah. he's going to hear this because he actually listens oh, no. to our podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call my <laughs> asshole. I don't even know him. I'm so sorry, person. No, 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 no. no. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but it's like, I, I'm willing to communicate. I'm okay. willing to compromise. Okay. I'm willing to do this because I know what it's like to have that kind of relationship. Okay. And what he doesn't want to. 
He doesn't want to. He's angry. He's bitter. Okay. And it's like just a, a horrible, horrible situation. Oh, sorry. And so what? it's like, what the hell? Like, just get over yourself. Right. The kids are what matters. Not right. your feelings. Not my feelings. Let's do what's best for them. Right. And you so, just don't know. Can you put your finger on it? Can you, can you figure out what do you think is the real issue or no? It's just never going to happen. Uh, no, I, I think I know the real issue. Um, I just can't say it on. Of course podcast. not. No, God, no, no, please. No, I'm just saying, but, but if sometimes if you can, if you can come to the, you know, you can get the real issue in your brain. Sometimes you can set that aside and kind of not pity. I don't want to say pity him, but maybe understand where he's coming from. That sometimes can uh-huh. help a little bit. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. it's just crazy. Like when both partners or exes yeah. yes. are not willing to work together yes, for what's right. the best for the children. It's you're like, right. You can't Throw do it. the fuck up. But it has to take, it needs both. You need to have both. Yeah. And I, that's my first book. I'm like, look, it takes both people. If you've only yeah. got one, it can't, it's like, you know, the, um, the chair analogy, right? You've got, you need three, four legs to stand a chair, right? Uh-huh. All four, you can't, it wobbles otherwise, right? You, yeah. you can't have just two people, you know, they both have to do it. Yeah. It needs both yeah. people. Oh, it's so frustrating, isn't it? It is. Oh my gosh. Especially yeah. when you see what that good, healthy relationship looks like. Right. It's like, doesn't everybody want this? Yes, but you know what's so funny about that? It's not, and you know, it's, this is so strange. This is the craziest thing. People expect um, divorces to be horrific and they expect that the people, that you have to take sides, right? It's always team one, team yeah. the other. So yeah. when they see a healthy divorce now, and, and I'm telling you, more divorces lately uh, as we get into this co-parenting stuff, um, they're better. A lot of more divorces are healthy, right? So yeah. I know when I, was, when I got divorced, and my ex and I were such good friends, we freaked the shit out of everyone. They didn't know what to do. My friends yeah. expected to pick a side. But we thought we made it easier for them, right? We thought, oh, no, no, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be great friends. No one will have to pick. Well, you know what happened? We got ostracized. No one knew what to do. They didn't pick either of us. They just stopped talking to both of us. Oh, my so gosh. It was the craziest thing. And you can you know, read it in my, um, in my first book more than my second. But both, you know, you lose your friends because they're like, whoa, 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 what do we do now? Jen and Mark are still friends. Holy crap, now what? And then right. my kids. Right. They were like all screwed up because they like, they couldn't believe we were such good friends. And then my kids started to suffer because they stopped getting invited to things because they didn't know which parent to ask to come. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. So it's like, you just can't win for losing. It's just, right. Right. Divorce just fucking sucks. It just does. It does. Right. And blending families is difficult too. So, I mean, good for you guys. I'm so proud. I can't even tell you're like the poster children over there for blending (laughs) and doing it right. But blending families, you know, 72% of blended families are ending up the second marriages and divorce. So, I mean, I just, this whole thing is just, oh, I could go on for hours. (laughs) Right. Right. It's so hard. It's so hard. So. Yeah. And it's so funny because Jaden, you know, she'll come home and she's, she was talking to us one time and she's like, I am so glad I have you for it. We don't call each other step children, step parents, none of that. Okay. She's like, I'm so grateful to have you as my bonus mom. Bonus mom. That's what the new word is. Bonus mom. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That is so good. I mean, it warms my heart because it's really, you're very lucky because a lot of people do not have what y'all have. Yeah, she was telling us about a friend who can't stand her stepmom oh. and is a stereotypical evil stepmom. I hear that. You know? all the time. I hear and that it's all the time. like, why? Like well, it's not the why. kid's fault. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because very few, this is just 
a stat, very, uh, it's very rare for typically women, more so than men, for women to actually love other people's children. Okay. So yeah. this is true. I don't know, but like I, for me, I can actually love other people's kids. I don't know. It's like just a, me a thing, or maybe it's obviously it's you thing too. Cause you can love Jaden. I can love other people's kids. I, I always have, I, I've loved babies. I love, I was a camp counselor. I was a teacher. I just love kids period. I don't really care who's there. <laughs> yeah. Know? But most women uh, cannot put their, their love into something that's not from their person. So when you have this new child come into your home, you know, you, you tend to, what do you do? You're, you don't put, you know, let's say there's two kids and one of them's your birth, your, your own Mm -hmm. child. And it's hard to pick that other child over your own. Right. So when you're disciplining, who do you pick? Right. I mean, are you, how often are you going to actually pick that other child in front of yours? Yeah, well, exactly. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. those kind of things come up a lot. So mm-hmm. disciplining, that kind of thing in a blended family is always tough. And then guys, men are always like, well, they don't really get emotionally, um, they detach. So it's it's typically very difficult to have a blended family for those reasons. But you know, I, I'm a mom, I can love anyone's kid. You seem like a mom that can love everyone's kid, yeah. right? so, which is nice, but we're, we're, we're few and far between. Good for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like- yeah. I do. Um, unless a kid is actually like really mean to me um, or mean to my kids, I go mama bear, but like, otherwise I'm pretty good. So yeah. Yeah. You know? My biggest um, challenge in the beginning was I didn't want her mother to think I was trying to step in and take her place. Yes. yes I didn't want to do too. something that was going to upset yes, her. That's tough too. Oh, it God. was so hard. It is really hard. And you know, my girlfriend, um, I have a girl, a friend that was on my podcast couple days, she wrote a, a book called Blissfully Blended Bullshit. That was uh, a great episode. Oh my God. It was never, so good. I could not believe it. It's like, holy crap. Um, now that is just craziness to me. Like, you know, yeah. where the grandma said something like, well, I think, I don't want to get this wrong. She said something like, well, I'll never love that your child because she has a new child from the second husband. She said, I'll never love that baby. Like I love the first, the grandma said that. And I'm like, that's oh, so sad. God. Like, it's just, how, but what do you do, right? I mean, how do you avoid that type of, it's just crazy. I mean, yeah. she knew better than to say that. She, I don't think she meant to even say it, but that's how she felt. So yeah. it's Which just is crazy. Crazy, you know? right? Crazy. I, I don't know if it's the way I was raised, but, you know, I remember growing up and like my brother's friends would call my mom, mom. Yes. They were always yes. welcome there. Yes. And yes. like- you would never know Jaden is not a biological child. Not only that. with, you know, my kids and my husband and I, but my parents, like, right. she's their grandchild. Oh, that's so nice. Like, but no you, one's going to ever say anything right. different, you know? Are you Midwestern? Uh, no, I would, grew up in Washington. Okay, so Northern. Is that Northern? Yeah. No, that's, that's Washington, other side. I'm thinking that's not Northern. That's the other side of the world. Okay, gotcha. I just think it's so funny. Everyone who says it the same, I'm like, are you Midwestern? You seem very Midwestern to me. Because I'm Midwestern and I just think that we're Midwestern kind of, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You're very cool. I think Midwestern people are cool. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. The whole thing is hard. Everything is just... It is. It's hard. So that's why I always come back to just stay married. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Make it work. Make it work. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah. I don't know how much time we have, but it, it all comes down to like intimacy and sex. I mean, it really does. And I yes. can go back to the two of you because your podcast is coming out on my, you know, you can listen, but I think that you're, you have one of the 
right? Am I right? The best sex life's yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I got off my <laughs> podcast, your podcast, when you're recording with me, I called my boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, guess what? We're not the sexiest couple in the world anymore. <laughs> we just got the Holloways. Those two, they're the best. We lose. Oh, that's so that's cute. Awesome. Well, you know, we came from, like with my ex-husband, I wasn't attracted to him. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was complete opposite of being attracted to someone. Isn't that and so funny? So, yeah. And so with like Tim, we came into this relationship and I'm like, I, cause I had zero sex drive. Is that and so funny? How does that I'm happen? Like, like yeah. just, oh, it's just the person. I feel like it's just the person that you find the right guy. Yes. yes. Totally what it is. Cause from the get go, it was like every, that's, like couldn't get enough of each me, other. That's me and my boyfriend. I feel the same way. Like, yeah. unfortunately we only see each other every other week, but I'm like, I cannot get enough of him. Right? Yes. Isn't it such an amazing feeling? Like yes, yeah. wanting him and having that desire. And yep. I look I back now and it's like, how could I go months without? Now, do you think, I'm going to ask a question. Do you think it's because you didn't have the stress of the marriage and the kids like originally? Or do you think it's that the, what I, I wonder like to myself, would I, just my, my question, would I feel that way about my first husband if I didn't have, like if he was now, like if I would meet, if I would have met Mark, like, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Five, like five years out of my marriage, would I have felt that same way? So my situation is a little bit different. When my ex-husband husband and I got together, I was young. I had a lot of shit from my past that I had never dealt okay. with. That's different. I see. Okay. And so with him, I completely settled. I was not gotcha. physically attracted to gotcha. him. Gotcha. So it was um, different at the beginning. I see. I see. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so with him, I was never attracted to him. Um, you wanted the, the you're ready to be a mom. Was, you're ready to, well, and I already had two kids when we got together. Oh, I see. It was different. So yeah. totally different. Totally different. I see. I yeah, see, totally I, I different. See. Okay. With him, it was like, you know, I was born and raised Mormon and, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so- that what do Mormon kids do? They get married yep. because that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. Yep. So I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Just right. get married. Right. So I'm like, I guess he's the best I'm going to do. Um, I'm just going to do it. Yep. yep. And so I got into that situation, just not in a good place emotionally. Okay. Um, and just felt like I had to settle. And gotcha. so with him, even because I can't say that. It's okay. No worries. I've listened <laughs> yeah. to me. This is your podcast. So, I've turned it into like a whole thing. Yeah, I get No, it. you're fine. Uh, so yeah. So for me going on with Tim, it's like, I am so freaking attracted to him. Oh, not it. just Im- right. like physically. But emotionally. That's just like Everything. the icing on the you cake. You clicked. We clicked emotionally. Right. Before we ever even met. Because we talked for almost a month. Oh, I love that. Where we met in person. Yeah, me and my boyfriend too. We talked for a month before we even met. That's so funny. Yeah. So I mean, we were talking so much. So you have, you know, that month to connect emotionally. Yes. Yes. It was just everything was right. Yeah. So it was like the the perfect storm. I or no, that's a bad way, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The perfect storm in reverse, right? Oh yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, everything was way better the second time around. Oh, I love that. Isn't that nice? So you know what? So that goes to show you that like, if you do, listeners, to your listeners, if you do have a like a really wrong marriage, that there is goodness in the future. So, because yes. I have lots of clients and lots of, you know, people that are in horrific, just 
awful marriages, right? And they don't see any future goodness. Um, yeah. And there is, there is. And I, I, you know, I have, I have friends that got divorced that are still just angry and bitter and, you know, in their forties and say, this is it for me that I'm, I'm never finding anyone, but you can, you, you can. can, but I feel like if you, if you put yourself in a place of negativity, um, you won't, you won't. Yeah. Right? You would, I think, you, oh my gosh, what's the saying? You attract, the, oh attract, my gosh. Yes, you attract what you- um, Like attract likes. Yes, like attracts like So if you're like, negative, you're going right. to attract that negative. Yes, what you put out there, you're going to receive. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I, I understand, um, you know, I tell my clients a year, give yourself a good year before you start, you know, but I have friends that are still two years, three years out of their divorces that are just so angry. And I'm, yeah. and they wonder why. They wonder why they're not finding happiness. And I'm, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm like, girls, what, what do you think? Yeah, you know, you're just. That's just. That's awful. It's just sad. You know, it really is. You know, because looking back, it's like I had such a bad relationship. Mm. I didn't even realize that this kind of relationship that I have with Tim is possible. Oh, I love to hear that because you should say that. That's a. Your listeners need to hear that because I think that's yeah. really important. You don't yeah. even know the possibilities when you're in that that place, right? Exactly. You think yeah. that that's what it is. And right. I see so many people settling in dysfunctional, just horrible marriages right? because they don't know that there's anything better out there. Right. right. And I think that's and, another podcast in itself. You know, they're financially, yeah. they think they can't do it or they're not strong enough or they don't have enough security or they feel badly about themselves, but they can do it. I mean, there's lots of good, you know, it's just the whole thing. It's hard. I think life is hard enough, right? It is. It is. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, we could so, go on for days. <laughs> we could. We'll have to have you come back again and do another episode with it. you. I would love it. I would love it. I'm just so glad I got to be your solo. Your this is your first solo one, right? This is my first solo oh, interview. Well, you were awesome. Oh, thank you. You definitely made it easy because you are so freaking amazing. <laughs> thank you, Jamie. You're so. Cute. So. I want all of our listeners to be able to reach out and find you on social oh, media. That's awesome. Thank where, you. Where can they find you? Well, I'm really easy. If they can spell my last name, it's jenniferhervitz.com. Uh, I'm Jennifer Hervitz everywhere. It's um, H-U-R-V as in Victor, I-T-Z. Um, Jennifer Hervitz Biz uh, everywhere. And that's it. And you can get my book. It's Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, A Divorce Coach's Guide to Staying Married. It's on um, everywhere, Amazon and bookstores and that's it. Everywhere. Thank you for having me, honey. I loved it. Oh, thank you so much. And I will put links in the um, description um, so they can reach you. Thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you so much. It was so great having you on here. I loved it. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you.